Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! What up, what up? Back at you with Fantasy News today. Oh, man, some news that we just got right now, pretty much right before we hopped on the show. NFL is suspending offensive tackle Cam Robinson four games for PED violation. <laughs> they, got a, um, they, got they, got a, they got a backup that they drafted. He's going to he's just gonna get thrown right into the mix. You know I mean? Yeah. So um, what, I'm, what I'm suggesting, if you go for Trevor, if you don't go for Trevor, in redraft, I would be trying to trade for him for the first four weeks as hard as you can because it's going to be different with the backup versus, you know, Cam Robinson, who is one of the doper tackles in the game right now, man. Shit pisses me off. Yeah, him and uh, him and Brandon Sharif over there, that's the great combo I left and right. You know what I mean? I'm not worried too much about it. It's only four weeks. But, hey, anytime there's a – here's just a rule of thumb right here. Anytime there's a good player and he starts off week one with, with a bad outing, you send the trade offers. Got that's you. just what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, anytime there's a good player that's not producing, you try to buy that motherfucker because recency bias. Motherfucker be tripping. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was like the big piece of news before we, uh, before we came on. <laughs> that is big news, though, man. What's that? That is big news, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are going to panic off of Trevor. And seeing Tino said, boo, let him take steroids, man. Like, let's just even the playing field. Even the playing field. Makes I, mean, you, I mean, here's the thing. It makes you strong. But, I mean, it can't account for the technique, you know? Like, I mean, everybody in the NFL is strong, especially as fucking 300-pound linemen on both sides of the ball. You ever uh... – you ever, you ever fuck with Pride Fighting? Well, I never really watched it. So Pride Fighting, it's in Japan. And when you fight in Pride Fighting, they ask you, okay, what kind of steroids do you want? Because everybody and their mama's on steroids and they give it to y'all. They give it to the fighters because 
everybody is on them. But that's only in Japan, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if Pride Fighting's still going on, but, you know, yeah, that shit, that shit was crazy, bro. That, you know, that's where you used to see the old school Rampage knockouts, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, yeah, uh, what else we got here? We got and Tina said the only argument against steroids is it's bad for your body. Football is bad for your body, that's for sure. <laughs> that I mean, is for sure. Because how about those Hollywood actors who use PEDs when they got to bulk up? You know, that's for the thing, though, they're using HGH. Oh yeah, like, different, different. Yeah, like and you know, and that's what these guys are getting popped for because for the longest, that's what Adrian Peterson was using. That's what. Payne Manning was using Cam Newton. No, no. Payne Manning was probably one of the last ones because in 2015 they changed the testing. Now they started testing for HGH as well as Adderall and other things that you know they had to add, they had to revamp it and, and throw in more shit that they need to be looking for. And and HGH was one of them. And you, if you look at the timeline, you know Payne Manning he gets his neck fusion. And he comes back with the Broncos, and he is shredding. Yeah. Like, breaking every fucking record that he could. Right. And then he ends up getting, I mean, they end up, you know, testing for HGH now. And then in 2015, he is a shell of himself. Yeah. He just broke the, the touchdown records the year before that. 2014, he was going crazy. 2015, not so much. Right. It was it was so such a fucking glaring noticeable difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, he completely fell off the cliff. Like if there was a cliff, he fell off of it. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, I think it's because of guys like him. Why they they thought that like guys like Tom Brady were gonna fall off a cliff? Because it's like I mean, if you just only have that narrative, Peyton Manning fell off because he's old. You know, I mean. <laughs> I mean a lot more than father time caught up to him. That's for sure. And Drake said, could you imagine how big these guys would be if you let them take steroids? A League of Monsters. It already is a League of Monsters. Look at the defensive linemen, man. They are all fucking huge. You ever seen, Mike, you ever seen Mike Evans? <laughs> I mean, we don't think of him like, I mean, a crazy, like, freaking Mike nature. Evans is he like 6'6", 250. He's a fucking monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You got to be. Look at DK. Like, man, DK and AJ Brown. Remember when they were showing, like, those dudes? Like, are these guys really wide receivers? Like, I mean, because they're fucking yoked. Yeah. I still I still think I could take DK, though. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, Drake, they need to let him smoke weed when they hurt instead of filling them with pills. Well, that's something that they can do now. Yeah. Um, they only test uh, once for weed uh, in the uh, beginning of training. Hey, camp. I, I do want to say this. These motherfuckers is like, oh, they filling them with pills. You still got to put those pills in your mouth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like we, it's not like players weren't turning to weed already for years. You just couldn't say you were doing that. And then you had to, and like one thing with the NFL is they give you a scheduled date for your piss test. Yeah. So you're like, all right, training camp's coming up. You piss, you go in like a week before and you piss. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't really until, like, Ricky Williams, right? Like, I mean, before they started, like, just getting extra, extra crazy. With yeah, the like random. Yeah. And then, of course, random. guys like Josh Gordon and Martavius Bryant, you know, they fall into this crazy circle where it's like... Garrett Blunt. 
Yeah, you get caught once, it's like we could test you whenever the fuck we want for whatever reason. And, you know, like, I mean, we already know the stories about, like, some of these trainers knowing when the fucking, uh, when the tests are going to come up. You can't get weed out of your system in three days, but they'll let you know if you got to get other shit out of your system in days like that. Like, when DeAndre Hopkins and Fuller and all them were, like, you know, when they had that trainer in Houston, he got popped for uh, giving PEDs to his players. But they were saying it was some type of supplement or whatever that might, you know had something that they, they didn't know about it, and of course that's what they'll say, right? But you know damn well when someone's stabbing that fucking syringe in your ass, bro. You know what I mean? You're you're doing something. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, and some some of those motherfuckers they, they they've been doing this so long they do it themselves. They're like, I hit you in that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Start feeling it. Ooh. You know what I mean? That um, put it right in his ass. Pause. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's just how it goes. It's pretty lame, but it is what it is. See, here's my thing. Baseball is the one they should fit steroids to be, be okay, bro, because like you have 90 feet to get from one base to the next, right? Maybe they're a little faster. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Maybe the home runs are more frequent. Maybe it's more exciting, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know, I, when I was in high school, like eight, like junior high until like my freshman year, like the Barry Bonds era with like Mark McGuire and, and Sosa, yeah. like that was awesome. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean it sucks that uh, they let them get away for it for so long and then I don't know. It was, it was Jose Canseco, huh? He started ratting on everybody. I mean, I don't know, like that, that's just what it is. It's not, like, how could you not know? How could you not know that something was just different? I don't know. I oh. just, I, I think that, because that was kind of when baseball was dying for a minute. Like, there was like a strike that happened. And that's why Michael Jordan actually came oh, back to the NBA. okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh, there was a lot of shit, you know, behind it, like political wise and like, I don't know, because they, 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 they let everybody do that for a long-ass time, and then it was like, I don't even know what it was, 2005 maybe? Somewhere like hey, my, that, where they started just changing everything around. Is that yeah. irritating or fucking is, is that noise irritating or is it fucking irritating? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't really tell what that was. I was like, man, am I tripping? Sorry, it's my stomach. <laughs> Rattling. <laughs> And yeah, Dennis said Andre Johnson was a big beast. Fuck yeah, man. Andre Johnson was huge. You know, this guy, he wasn't a legend at all. But damn, he was a huge man. Boz. Yeah. Kelvin Benjamin. You remember him? Huge, yeah. man. Because that was when the league was still trying to get, you know, Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones-sized guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that before the trend, before the, the Antonio Brown, you know, really changed the game for, you know, for, and opened the doors for guys like OBJ and Stephon Diggs and, you know, little fuckers, right? You know, I, mean, I guess Emmanuel Sanders is in that category too, kind of uh, him and uh, According and, to Antonio right. Brown, why has he got to be little? <laughs> he's a honey little. Tyreek, he was like, <laughs> just like what you're saying right now. Tyreek was like, man, like I, I always tell everybody, like AB was the first real one to put the little receivers you know, <laughs> on the map. And AB, he didn't say thank you or anything. His response is, well, why I got to be little though? <laughs> It's like, bro, you're five nine. <laughs> well, how how tall is 
six two. He looked it up. He's six feet. Yeah, see, like I mean, when all as in like he's probably sub two hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not a fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. He's uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill isn't Mike Evans, and I know it's an exaggeration, but like you know, six five two fifty. He's not really two fifty, but I mean, he's still a bigger motherfucker, you know. Because, yeah, I mean, we look now, I mean, when I think of a small receiver, I'm thinking 5'11", 6 foot, like 180. Hollywood Brown? Yeah. You know, uh, Zay Flowers, you know. Uh, what up, Peacock? In the house. <laughs> there's, there's Diggs. Um, who else is small in the game right now? Uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh. Yeah, Garrett Wilson and Olave. What are they? Are they five eleven cats? I think I feel like Olave is like a six footer. And I was thinking Devonta, six foot one seventy. Let's see what Garrett Wilson is and Olave. Garrett Wilson, six foot one ninety two. Let's see Olave, six foot one eighty seven. I mean, I mean. That's what's crazy. That's like about to be the prototype of murder. He's about to put him six feet tall of murder. That's about to be the new prototypical wide receiver in the NFL. Like you just okay. What is Devontae Adams? Right. That's like probably like the I haven't seen a receiver taller than him in a while until like Drake London and all them. You know what I mean? They were all. What is Devontae have six two? Six one two fifteen. He's basically the prototype that they've been trying to mass. Yeah, but I mean the six foot, like man, I mean that's that's what's crazy between six and six two. I mean that's probably the sweet spot to live because you just need more route runners now. Like before, I mean you're Harry just fucking McLaurin. Yeah, let's see what he is. Right? What is he? Six two, six one. He is. Has him uh, listed at six, six foot two oh nine. Okay, so, so, yeah, see, prototype. Um, John Dotson, Antonio Brown, small, right? Let's see. Is he? He might even be small and skinny. I mean, he might be tall and skinny. Is he six foot? No, nope. 5'11", 183. Okay, so he's around. He's, okay. Peacock um, said the tiny draft class just came in as a tiny wide receiver. Yeah, a tiny wide receiver for yeah, sure. Look at, look at the last couple years. I mean, Everybody big, who's like six five and above is like a tight end now. Like that, that just seems like you're you're just getting stereotyped for that. And unless you're like the unicorn George Kittle, because for years I didn't know he's only six like two three six three. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you know when you look, my dad. The first time I ever seen George Kittle like without like you know just like uh, not on the field was uh, in training camp. My dad picked him up in Uber. You know what I'm saying? And he took a picture with him, and you know my dad's like. You know, well, I got, well, I don't know. Maybe it's the legend of George Kittle because I got him listed at 6'4", 250. What? <laughs> haven't we looked this up before? I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's a legend. He grew. You know what? He grew. I mean, you. I mean, if you're just pushing two fifty, you're just like a brick shit house, man. Like, I mean, you're not. You're not getting to that kind of weight without like lifting some serious weight. You know, some serious bench presses. What Dennis said. Oh, oh. <laughs> mighty, mighty, let it all hang out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that Koontz, man, that guy's a savage. Six eight two fifty one is what he's listed as, Dennis, the rookie tight end. So Koontz is bigger than my man Sloppy Jelani Woods. 
He's bigger than damn near every tight end in the league right now. <laughs> yeah, he might be the tallest tight end in the league. Because when you're six eight, you're like a defensive lineman at that point. Like, it's not even or, like, or, an, off, or an offensive lineman, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the two for sure. Yeah, because those are I like mean, the biggest guy, the tallest guys out there. Not, I mean, well, tallest and biggest for sure. Um, I always knew I wanted to play ball or football, but I was oh. football. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm hella trying to slaughter him a little Wayne shit right now. <laughs> I always wanted to play football, but I was too small. And I always wanted to play basketball, but I wasn't tall. Still, every day, I ball. Little Wayne. <laughs> and Tino said, I would say 6'5 is big for a wide receiver, but most guys that big aren't fast. Exactly. Need more speedsters these days because those guys are great for end zone. Unless Shit. you're, unless you're uh, Quinn Johnston, right? Huh? Hamstring waiting to happen, right? Oh, see, look at that. Look at his counterpart, Mike Williams, right? Yeah. Big giant fucker, you know what I mean? And he had speed, hamstrings all day. Not to mention he was so huge, he just lands wrong back injuries all day. You know what I mean? Cap, remember Calvin Johnson? Like, annoying as hell. What was that? I said it's annoying as hell with those big guys. You just jump up and at any time you can fall so hard that you break your shit. Like it sucks whenever the defender's getting up faster than them. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, damn it, Mike Williams. Oh man, what is that Peacock say? You see that pick of uh uh what is this of Wemby making David Robinson and Tim Duncan look small? Let me see. Wendy Williams? That's a big bitch, man. Let's see. Yeah, who is this now? He's the new guy that they got on their squad. How tall is he? Oh, okay, you're talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see. How tall is this fucker? Yeah, his name's Victor. Victor Wembenyama, some shit like that. But that's Victor Victor Tutol Wembenyama. He's 7'5, 209. Damn, bro. (laughs) Hey, listen, all day. Hey, ever since he was like in the first grade, even the teacher was like, can you you grab that right there? It's fucking, (laughs) yeah. He worked every time he worked at that spider on the ceiling real quick. Right? He worked at the clothing store where you're like, uh, let me get that right there up there. He just grabs it. You know, they don't have to grab the stick thing. What up, Lee? And uh what, what up, up Lee? He said, What up, guys? He said, Hush, you sniped me good with that Zach Allen pick in the 24. Hell yeah, man. That was so late. <laughs> He's gonna kill it over there in Denver. We've been talking about that for uh for a little while now. Yeah, I mean. They tried. They've been trying to fill that spot for a minute now. You know, they went. They went with DJ Jones last year. You know, but uh, he didn't pan out. But he was coming off of like a career year for my Niners. Just hella. You know, what I mean, not surprising that they produce guys into names, right? Yeah. And then he just all the way was shitty over there. And so, like this Zach Allen pickup is awesome. Plus, they got Vance Joseph over there. Yeah. Vance Joseph was the he was the DC. For Arizona when they drafted Zach Allen, so this is it's yeah. all good things, all good things. 
Yeah, so who is this fuck? I, I see he's the number one uh, pick. In he's the Victor Tuto Winvendia, whatever his name yeah. is. So he, so he played pro ball. I mean, he's only 19, and uh, but he played pro ball already? Probably in, in Europe, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it. Sounds like he's from Spain. He's, he's from France. Oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh. Victor, Victor Francois. What up, Chris Bay? Was handing that. Yeah, so I wonder. Uh, I mean, it just says that he played like pro ball. It didn't really say like what, uh, like what the deal was or anything. And uh, okay, how about this? We love Juwan Bentley. He got a two-year, eighteen mil extension with the Patriots. So we know he's. I mean, at least he's back there. At least for you know, he's the only one named Juwan that we don't call Juwana Man. <laughs> he yeah. he he is he is big Bentley. He will kick some ass. That's for sure. Right. I fucking love Juwan Bentley. He was he was. I'll never forget him because he was like week one pickup for me in the league seven. I was just like, man, let's go get. Cause I had you know I had Judon, so I'm like paying attention to like New England's deal. I'm like, man, this Bentley kid is tearing it up. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm like, look, look, you know what I mean. And then this was like. Then the next year, they get rid of Hightower and all that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, hell yeah, I got Bentley on my squad. <laughs> I started drafting them everywhere last year. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. No, one knows, no one knows him. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. The other contract that we got to talk about for the Patriots, Devontae Parker got a three-year, 33-mil contract. So, I mean, if nothing else, we know he's going to be there at least for another year. Um, you want to know what this is? This this really like sucks, right? Like Hopkins isn't going there. Yeah, I was just about you. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so. they, they're probably not picking up Hopkins now. Let's go, baby! Get him to the Browns. Get him back with Deshaun. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and. uh I know that they had money against the cap, so I know like technically they could they could still make it happen, but they don't make a move like this if they're really gonna go get Hopkins, so right when the saxophone goes that's the part you do the motorboat like you're in titties. Damn what the fuck Tino said, Hussey's supposed to be the most hyped guy since LeBron. I mean that's a lot, man. I mean LeBron was so fucking hyped coming out of high school. But, like, how long is this guy going to live for? He has gigantism. <laughs> like, it's crazy because he's, like, the exact opposite of Andre Johnson's body. Uh, I mean, Andre Johnson. Andre, uh, the giant exactly. body type. Because he looks like a stick figure. Like, when he just, like, he just looks like he like he's, like, 100 pounds soaking wet. Hey, Obviously, he's not. He's listed at 210, but... <laughs> Are you laughing at me when I'm in my automobile? <laughs> totally looks like that guy. <laughs> the motherfuckers in his car like this, bro. He's driving like that. His knees were hitting himself in the not chin. A car, not a car built enough, big mm-hmm. enough for him. <laughs> that motherfucker uh, drives. Hey, listen. When, <laughs> when, you, when, when he rides, right, he's in a trailer, bro. He's in the back of the trailer and shit. <laughs> And uh, of course. Lee said his wingspan in inches are some crazy number. Well, your arms, like both of your wingspan will never be less than like, you know, how tall. 
you are. So, like, if he's got extra inches on that, too, I mean, that's just ridiculous. So you're telling me he's seven foot five and he drags his arms on the ground. <laughs> this motherfucker has a 13 foot wingspan, bro. He can hug the entire kindergarten class that he was in. You know, everybody give me a group hug. You know what I mean? Damn, Tina said Shaq took the front seat out of his Ferrari and he sits in the back seat when he drives. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He has to, hey, Shaq has to put the Ferrari on. He's like, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> he when, you money, money on. when you got money, you can do anything. That's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder what he did. Do you think for, for his Ferrari, he had to give it a Lambo door, you know, just to even get it to where he could get in just a little bit more? Like, man, so fucking small. I mean. What up, Derek? Salute. But uh, Derek, Tuesday oh, yeah. was and, uh, Okay, so this Tuesday is uh, July fourth. So we're oh, not. So we're not gonna do Jeopardy on Tuesday. Yeah, when Derek looked, he was like, "Hey, it's July 4th. I was like, "Oh, we can yeah. do it Monday." I'm not gonna be available either. Yeah, we could do Monday if Derek could do Monday. Yeah, I'd say Mon- If we're gonna, yeah, Monday, Monday or Thursday. I think that's uh, we're either gonna do it Monday or Thursday, depending mm-hmm. on what. Um, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, uh, my daughter and clock and Mac Dre and your sister's birthday. So I, I, I'm not sure what you want to do. I gotta, I gotta, man, this, this, this kind of sucks. Cause I was looking forward to getting her something for her birthday. She, but she dropped her iPad. So now it's like automatically I'm going to get an iPad. I feel like that's just, you know what I mean? Like, man, yeah. I wanted to get you something. Now I got to get you something to replace your, something you had. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And Johnny said, just read up that both the deals cleared up cap space uh, for this year for the Pats. I can still go get D-Hop. Yeah, then that's what I said. They could could technically go get him. I just don't think that they do. I mean, I guess it would be better for Mac Jones if they did, but I don't know. Uh I I don't see it happening. That's not the way that Bill operates. You know, this is if they bring in Hopkins, that's like the closest version they would get to putting weapons around their rookie, right? Because they're going into year three, and they haven't really tried to get this man any weapons outside of Devontae Parker. Now they got him Juju. Now they bring in Gusicki. They just do everything the cheap frugal way, like they still have Brady to make them all good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like who was it? It was Nelson Aguilar and someone else. Remember when they, they signed two guys like right away, and it was like the first two contracts signed of the offseason. And it's just because they overpaid him, and nobody really wanted him like that. You remember when Arizona traded for DeAndre Hopkins? When they traded for him, they extended him, and they made and they made him the highest paid receiver at the time at twenty seven million a year. At the time, the highest paid was like twenty twenty one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it is kind of crazy because see that's the other version of it, right? Hey, we need to get a legitimate weapon for our young QB. Like it's just funny because they're still. Let's see, and Peacock's already, he's cracking up about the Bill O'Brien D-Hop. <laughs> like, connection. He said, reunited. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could happen. I would, you know, I, I think if there was, you know, outside of, like, any of these other situations that he might have. Like, I think I would want, I, I think I would kind of want Hopkins to go to New England just based on the fact that he'll be the true number one. 
and he'll, you know, he's going to soak up a lot of targets in the system that made him the Hopkins that we know and love. You know what I mean? I'm just going to stick with it. I want him to go back and play with Deshaun. Hello, More reasons to hit the trap. <laughs> See? It works, right? That's right. He gets in there. Hello, ladies. Starts motorboating all the titties. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how Deshaun is, huh? He's not low-key at all. He walks in that massage bar. Hello, ladies. Doing the helicopter. All kind of motorboating. <laughs> oh man. Ah, Tino. He said, Uncle Jerry, give me D Hop. <laughs> I don't yeah. I mean they I guess anything could happen, but yeah, they already kind of said that they were out on the uh on the Hopkins sweepstakes, right? I mean You got Brandon Cooks, small receiver of the century, bro. What is he? Five eleven? Come on. Yeah. I mean I feel like Feel like Brandon Cooks, but I mean, yeah, I feel like I'd rather have him than D Hop. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes I feel like a nut. Yeah, sometimes I don't. What else we got here? Oh, JJ Watt. Okay, he agreed to a multi year deal with CBS Sports. He's going to be an NFL studio analyst across all platforms. How much? You know, it's crazy. They didn't say how much they paying him, though, huh? No, and uh, he's gonna make his first appearance on the NFL Today Show in on uh, on week one. Mm. Okay, I remember JJ's commercials. Uh That guy was boring as fuck. See, you gotta, you got. I mean, when you watch the league and you get into it a little bit more, like then you see JJ Watt getting to explore a little bit of his personality. Oh, okay, JJ. So, oh, I'm having a beer with JJ for sure. Then <laughs> he's made a couple. Uh, he it, it's funny too. Um, it's uh, he comes in in the Vegas episode, and uh, yeah, there. No, is it Vegas? No, can't remember. Wherever the fuck he is, doesn't matter. L.A. or wherever they are, and um, they're fucking with Ruxin. And he was like, you know what? He was like, I think for Ruxin's first pick, he deserves the Houston Texans defense. <laughs> and and, uh, defense that year. They were. And uh, yeah. it was like Ruxin gets all pissed. What are you doing? Oh, you got a problem with the Houston defense? Huh? <laughs> oh, JJ was there? He was in their league? Well, he wasn't in the league. He was just there. Like, he was one of the one of the guy's homies who was in there. Not um, – their rich friend who lives in LA. He was one of their homies. Okay, both- let me ask you a question. When when this show was airing, it's like it's like a summertime, like over summertime type of shit, or like No, it's going during the football season. Oh, okay. So they 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 shooting it like yeah. During yeah. the summertime. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. They're shooting it during the summertime for sure. But yeah, it's all uh, it's all happening during the football season. So like literally like when the first episode of this uh, of the season would come out it would be the week before the NFL season started. So, like, prime time, you know, redraft season. Um, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I started thinking, bro, this Brandon Cooks thing really might fuck him up for real. Nah. I was just saying, though, he, it was him and Schultz last year, and Schultz missed a lot of time, too. Gallup was not really nothing. It was like all CD last year. And, you know, like 
why couldn't CD be a, a, a WR one the years prior? Because Cooper, the Cooper Scooper was there, you know, just just enough that it took away, you know, they vultured each other type of shit. I'm, you know what I mean? If we're really expecting Dak to take another step up and like the defense, like we're expecting it to say the same or maybe even a little bit worse. Step like, down. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Dak can't support two wide receiver ones. Like they, they take, they took things away from the run game. You know, like I mean, it's just, I know Zeke wasn't much, but still, I mean, now you just got Tony Pasta and Malik Davis and Deuce. I, I don't know. I, I I see Dak, you know, being one of those guys who's flirting with uh, five thousand yards when it's all said and done. So I send Etn and. And Watson and KJ Osborne for Tyreek Hill, right? Spencer got Hill, and just as a starter. And he goes, "Oh, I, I like it. I'm gonna send you a counter. Cool." And then he sends me a counter. Same thing, but he adds in Brett Prescott and he throws in Geno Smith on his side. And I say, "Wait a second, bro. Now I have the best player in the deal." Yeah, I'm like, I'm committing the best player in the deal. First of all, I'm like, Prescott wasn't gonna get traded away at all anyway. But my point was like. You know, well, that's how I knew it wasn't going to happen with me and Spencer. Because he's like, oh, you got Kelsey over there, huh? And I'm like, eh, I mean, that yeah, takes, takes the lackluster out of getting Tyreek if I got to give up my yeah. best player. Too, so. like, I, I mean, like you know when I saw your team, I was like, no way this trade happens. Because if he's trying to get Kelsey out of me, he's definitely going to go after. Yeah, I have like big dogs. <laughs> yeah. I don't have no little dogs, I mean. Yeah, I needed the wide receiver over there. You're fucking stacked at wide receiver over there. You're I started trading my running backs for receivers. <laughs> I'm trying to do it again right now, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I'm okay going in with just Isaiah Pacheco and Walker, right? <laughs> and then, like, I have, like, other guys that could put in, like, during bye weeks. Outside of them going six receivers, you know what I mean? What up, PB and Waver? I said, yo, I was listening to the morning show. Appreciate you, homie. Thanks for listening on replay. And uh, you guys can always listen in podcast form as well. Just go uh, subscribe to the Fantasy Football Hustler podcast. And while you're at it, subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdown podcast. And well. while you're at it, give me money. <laughs> By the way, the Give Me Money shirt's coming soon. This nice. August. Maybe even earlier. Nice. Yeah. All right, and Peacock. How do you how do you say it? Sidarian uh, Delion Delion. I don't even yeah, know. Just, uh, doesn't that sound expensive? Yeah, I mean, but it's like, one of those things. Why, why aren't you walking around like, what's that, baby? My name's Sidarian. If it's hard to pronounce, like everybody just fucks it up because nobody wants to have people fucking up their names. That's just annoying. Yeah, I mean, my you know, I've, I'm, I go by CJ. That's like you know, the hell of people know about that. But hey, when you be like, motherfuckers just, oh, hey, TJ. Hey, DJ. Hey, um, uh, uh, PJ. Uh, and then it'd be like, the, the motherfuckers like, hey, uh, LJ. Motherfucker didn't even sound like it. Now you're just fucking with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Let me see. I'm going to I'm gonna hit one of these dabs over here. Let's see. You can really hide, my friend. Take it all in. In the meantime, while I heat this dab and put myself on mute. Let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, we got, ooh, <laughs> okay. According to Jerry Judy, he uh, said, get ready. Russell Wilson is due for a really big year. And he uh, credits Wilson's mental uh, mentality as a catalyst for the potential bounce back year and breakout Broncos season. 
I mean, just say everything that I've been championing. But I also want to follow it up with, don't trust Russ. Don't trust Russ. <laughs> we got to reverse. We almost have to reverse jinx Russ into greatness this year. I got to continue to shit on him so he can be, because he's on a gang of my teams. You know what I mean? The ice cream man again, bro. Anyways, I will say this. Jared Judy, I like that he's saying this because I feel like Jared Judy is the guy who, and he's not built like Mike Thomas, but he's the Mike Thomas role. You know what I mean? Everyone used to knock Mike Thomas, be like, oh, he's the slant boy, or he's the slant king. That's all he got. You know, that's just Sean Payne. Like, let's put the ball right into this motherfucker's hands because that's how he's best. You know what I mean? That's Jared Judy. I think Jared Judy has all the skill set as far as like the close, the, the shorter A dot route running, you know, that, that Michael Thomas had. Only difference is that Jared Judy can stretch the field too. And he got like, like Calvin Ridley level, I got level a, route running. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a world where we live in where both Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy both get sprinkled in some of this Michael Thomas, you know, slant action. He said that he was going, Cortland Sutton said he's going back and he's watching film of like the things that Mike Thomas does. And he's trying to add some of that stuff to his repertoire. This I mean, if you got to add it now, you know what I mean? That means you ain't had it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but everything was fucked up last year in that whole offense, so. Yeah, and Cortland Sutton, he's a he's a thousand yard receiver before. You know, what I mean, as I a rookie, think, right? I, Didn't he go over a thousand as a rookie? Uh, close to it. I think he had like nine hundred, something like that. It, I, I don't know if it was his rookie year either, because he's been around already. He's like twenty nine now, or twenty eight. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I remember him being like a like a streaming guy in twenty eighteen with Drew or twenty nineteen with Drew Locke. You know what I mean? <laughs> Drew Locke for the bench. <laughs> I wanna be with you night and day. Let's see here. What did he do? First year. Okay, no, it was a sophomore year. That's where he went. That's where he went over a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, see. <coughs> um, why do I remember nonsense like that? I'm like, oh, I'm for sure it was the second year in 2019. Drew Locke. I, uh, I thought, I, I in my head. The court was, was in session. It was his sophomore year that he, uh, it was ACL, right? And that That's in my head. It was a sophomore year. That he oh, did. it was his rookie outing when he told his shit. No, it was, a th- it was year three. The third year. Oh, year yeah. Three. Okay. 2020 early. And he year. did have a dope, like, sophomore breakout. And then the next year after that, you know, I mean, I don't, he might have only played one game that year. Like, it happened hella early at the beginning of the yeah. season. It was a game against <laughs> the Giants, I think. It might have been uh, week one or two that year. <laughs> yeah. I think they played this. I think, uh, yeah, the Giants played the Steelers week one. And then the week two, they played the Broncos. And he told her shit. Yeah. Crispy said, get your crispy rings for the fourth. Make your own fireworks <laughs> with your partner. Man, Crispy, you are a marketing guru. Yeah, I was about to order some right now. You're goddamn right. Goddamn right, Dad. 
<laughs> Jenna said, I envision crispy rings looking like White Castle, like White Castle chicken, chicken rings. What? And uh, and Tino said that they look like Funyuns. <laughs> Here's the thing. Whatever cock rings are supposed to look like, that's what they look like. Okay. Uh-oh. Peacock. This, this might be a good rule. He said, Jerry Judy. He said, never trust a guy with two first names, especially when they're from different genders. See, I've never encountered the different gender ones or the unisex ones, right? Yes. See, at the same time, right? Because on the flip side of that, I always tend to over-trust the two first-name guys, right? Yeah, two first-name guys. They're all greatness, man. Michael Jordan, Ray Allen. Let's give me some football ones. Um... I have no idea. So high. <laughs> Tom Brady, goddammit. <laughs> two first names. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But see, but then you got guys like Brady Quinn. Uh, I got you. Well, actually, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Mm, that's the double gender mm-hmm. right there. Huh, okay. And then there's Quentin Johnston. Quentin Johnston. Is Johnston a first name? No, Johnston? No. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta, gotta get rid of that. Uh, that I name. know, I know a couple Johnsons though. So, like, I guess, like, yeah. Was, yeah remember in uh, in uh, what's his name in uh, um, Austin Powers Johnson? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's that? It looks like a great big Johnson. What are you doing over there? I don't know, sir. On the radar, it looks like some nuts. Get your nuts here. Is that the baseball game? <laughs> and what did he say? It's uh, that is one strike and two balls. This two balls. <laughs> oh man. He's like, oh, and then someone just, someone just, uh, just outright. Oh, it looks like a, like a cock and balls. It's <laughs> <laughs> not nothing creative at all. Just looks like a penis. Looks like a great big Woody. Woody Harrelson. Woody. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> hey, hell yeah, I'll sign your autograph. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love that shit because they probably could have did like forty-five minutes of that. Yeah, and just the ex- extra extension. Well, see that? I mean, that's one of the things of Austin Powers, right? It's like you literally gotta like keep like beating that joke until there is no more. Like joke. when he's taking a piss. they didn't even end it remember they just kept it going while he was still pissing they just ended the scene (laughs) (laughs) they did uh, (laughs) it was still going like you remember like all the shit with uh like when he puts the uh (laughs) he'll never be the head of a major corporation (laughs) (laughs) oh he kind of lost his head there (laughs) <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> or when he says, he says, because <laughs> there's no fucking way that he could have actually did it. Like that. I mean, there's no way physically. <laughs> and then they cut away. They cut away, and they come back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying. <laughs> Still trying. <laughs> oh man, Banks a lot said he wasn't. <laughs> He said he ordered his crispy rings last year. They were the size of hula hoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cold. Oh, that's just funny. 
Oh man, Tino said my brother-in-law has been a Johnson his whole life. <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's the one of the Johnsons I know. His yeah. brother, his brother's name is Johnson. Johnson, super sharp in fantasy. He's like, he's one of those guys. My man Steamboat, you know, Steamboat always like overvalues like your ranking. So he's always like uh, Johnson. Man. He's always like, watch out for Johnson, bro. He's diamond. Like, man, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm bronze. Tell him to watch out for me, motherfucker. <laughs> Johnson's always good. And last year, last year, he was the guy that made the wrong mistake by clicking Trey Lance and it fucked him up, bro. He took the chance on the value, like, you know, the value. Yeah. Mobile QB. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I felt the same way. I, in the SBI last year, I did that Lance shit fucked me up. Cause then I had to start go trading away to get QBs, and I, I made it happen. But I, I had Herbert and Lance, and all of a sudden I had Herbert and Cousins, and like I had Herbert and Dak at one point. Like it was just like I was making moves. What up, infinite, infinite possibilities in the house? What up? What up? And the PB waiver said, "Is Devonte Parker gonna break out at thirty? Man, Devonte Parker oh. was like." He was like, like and he already broke out. Come on, yeah. He was like Mister PPR for like the longest time, like hundred reception motherfucker with Miami. You know, well, like, no, well, that was that was Landry. The Landry was the PPR machine. Hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah. I'm, totally, but, I'm. But Parker did. Yeah. He did break out though when Landry left to the Browns yeah. because then you had the Magic Man come in there. He brought him like all the way to like. Listen, I lost to Steamboat in the $500 league in the Super Bowl. And this was my third loss in a row, bro. And and that he had fucking, he Devontae Parkered me, bro. Like he ended up picking him up along the way. And then, you know what I mean? Just like Devontae Parker legit that year was like, he might have been the biggest like waiver wire, like addition. He was the waiver wire goat that year for sure. Like if you picked him up off the waiver wire, you made it to the championship. Like they were, he was just that insane that year. It was fucking nuts, right? Because I had him. I picked up him and AJ Brown in the league that year, and it was just like insane. Yeah, twenty nineteen, insane. Those Uh, two propelled. I lost multiple Super Bowls that year. I'm just, I'm mad just thinking about it. (laughs) Still fuels me to this day. I won multiple that year, and that's not when I I, I didn't. Uh, I played in eight, I think, that year. It was eight, maybe nine. 2019, um, 19, 20 were like the dark years for me. Lost like multiple Super Bowls back to back years. And then 21 and 22, it was the complete opposite, winning multiple Super Bowls back to back years. Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm, I'm interested to see where we're going, but I love that. Like, you know, I mean, we got plenty of chances to glory, man. Like, you got to play in hella leagues. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only way to do it. I think the league, yeah. you know, the show that you the, the, the show that you always reference, I feel like Steamboat's league is hella like it got cast of characters like that. Cause like yeah. there's some there's some cats where this is their one this is their one league, you know what I mean? Like if nothing else, the reason that you need to watch it is so you can make fun of like casual fantasy football fans. Like they epitomize the casual, you know, like they love yeah. it, but even like I'm up to right. see Okay, uh, and uh, I'll say this again when Bogey gets back. Like, they love fantasy football, but they even bring it up. Like, they make a point, like, where they have to replace the dude um, in there. Uh, pl- replace, um, damn, what's his name? Adam Brody in there because he dies. And, uh, like, the person who they're asking him, he's, like, asking, he's, like, this league is more, like, kind of like a social thing, right? Not necessarily based on, like, 
fantasy football knowledge or skill. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And Tino said, we got a kindergarten teacher in our league. Oh, is it like Kenny from Half-Baked? <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. What other news do we got here? Oh, we didn't even mention it. We mentioned it yesterday. But, like, the dummies from the Colts, man. So, Isaiah Rogers, Rashad Berry, um, they've, already been, they've already been cut by the Colts. They want no part of them. And uh, I think both those guys got suspended at least uh, at least for the 2023 season, and it could even be an indefinite like suspension. Dummies, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I wonder if that's the end of it. If there's going to be more guys who are coming up with this gambling scandal, and uh, apparently the Colts have these scandals, and then what do they do? They want to try to make a move. They need a new mascot, Derek. They're trying to get Chase Young. <laughs> they're, they're trying to make a move and trade for Chase Young. Get him over there. Let's see. What else do we got here? And Bank said, uh, <laughs> Betty does wonders for their self-esteem. <laughs> oh, you're so good, little one. <laughs> All you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Kenny's definitely got the best job in uh, out of everybody in half bank. That's for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, Derek, they need a new mascot over there. And uh, yeah, they're inquiring with Chase Young to see if they can bring him over. Now that the commandos are probably not going to be the commandos since those dumbasses didn't even get the trademark. Like what the hell? <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. All right, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, Ryan Pace, former uh, GM uh, for the Bears, he's now become a scout for uh, he's a scout for Atlanta, and he's been named uh, the new director of their player personnel. Let's see who else. Um, and at the same time, uh, Atlanta's former director of player personnel. Kyle Smith has now been um, uh, has now been promoted to assistant general manager, assistant to the assistant manager. Yeah, Kyle, let's go. <laughs> Moving up in the world. And uh, it was right before he came on here, but Ryan Pace, he's now the director of player personnel yeah. for the Falcons. You know what's funny about that? Ryan Pace with his squinty ass eyes. You ever seen him? You ever seen how he looks? Uh, no. He always looks like he always looks like he had just sucked on a lemon. Hmm. That squinty-eyed bastard. <laughs> Face is all is all was oh, uh, sucked up like you sucked like up like you, a lemon. But you pull it off. You pull it off. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought she was thick, man. I really like it. <laughs> but she had a weird looking possum face, though. <laughs> yeah, but she was kind of thick, man. Fuck you. He's like you just. That, she definitely wasn't thick. That that's for sure. She had Yeah, I'm, am I remembering her wrong? Which one was she? Ren, not Renee. Who was Yeah, who, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he was even, like, even 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 in my mind I was thinking Renee Russo she ain't even thinking. I mean that whole part he's like literally shitting on her whole, like the way she looks and everything. He was like, "Yeah, so he's like, you know, give it They damn. do really make her really unattractive." Yeah. <laughs> and even in Bridget Jones' diary, she wasn't hot in there either. <laughs> 
it's funny. I mean, that whole scene was just better when he's like, yeah, he's like, you don't, it's like, you don't give a damn. You know, you just let, let your flaws hang out, your blemishes and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, but you pull it off. You pull it off, Irene. That was the game, bro. He broke her down, then he, then he piped her up. <laughs> broke the bitch down. Like, listen, you ain't nothing special. Mm-hmm. And that's me, myself, and Irene, if you guys don't uh, don't recognize the quote. <laughs> Hey, Daddy got a butt on his chin. <laughs> Man, I mean, those were that those guys made the whole fucking movie. It was just so much funnier. <laughs> Daddy, remember, it's like they had the guy. Uh, he was like, "What's the circumference of a chicken egg?" <laughs> some, some, some. Why? He was like, "I bet you I can stick a chicken egg up his ass without it breaking." <laughs> I'll take that bet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when they came through, the whole chicken was in his ass. Yeah, and he was like, nah, you can't do that. Look at him. He's a tight ass. <laughs> oh, they violated Anthony the Anderson, man. That was fucking, that was classic Anthony Anderson. He came up, huh? I, I didn't realize, too, like, because he was super low-key before that. I mean, like, yeah, he was shit, because he made it into a hella big movie. He, he, shit, he was in some big franchises. He was in fucking Transformers, too, right? Was he? Oh, uh, he might have only been in the first one, actually. Yeah, I'm looking to see. Let's see. Okay, I guess he did. Uh, well, actually, who knows which one he filmed first, but he was in Romeo Must Die, Big Mama's House. Oh, Romeo uh, Must Die came out first. Me, myself, and Irene, and Urban Legends Final Cut. They all came out the same year. Oh, shit. I, I remember watching uh, uh, that uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio Romeo. Oh, no, Romeo Must Die, not Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, the one with... Uh, hey, Romeo, yeah, Romeo Must Die, that came out like freshman year, my freshman year, so I was like... Yeah. Jet Li and DMX. That was like that summer before my freshman year. That was like 99, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. He did multiple movies with uh, with DMX because he did, uh, what's that shit, Cradle to the Cradle Grave? To the Grave. Man, that was a dope one. Him and Tom Arnold. Man, and Tom Arnold, too. Bro. I was like, yeah, Tom Arnold. Like, they're just like DMX, Tom Arnold, fucking Anthony Anderson. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, you if I come, they go, too. You <laughs> know what I mean? And then he was in Harold and Kumar's White Castle. Oh, man. <laughs> and we put a secret ingredient in the burger, in the sauce tonight. I wouldn't try it if I was you. It's semen. It's animal semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Derek. Good shit, Aaliyah. Yeah, she was Yeah, yeah. Aaliyah was bad as fuck in there, too. Yeah, hell yeah, totally. I don't know how. In some, you lose. <laughs> Oh man. And what up, Ryan? He said, uh, he said, bet the over under on your own, uh, <laughs> betting the over under on your own running back is absurd. <laughs> is that what one of these guys did on the court? <laughs> bet the over under on Jonathan Taylor, bet the over. Bro, they were taking the under. They were taking the under. I mean, and that's the thing, though, too, right? It's because this is why players can't gamble because they are in practices. Like look, look at look at JT over there. Hey, you look like shit, bro. Yeah, but looking at my fantasy up, bro. It says he's questionable. Nah, bro. Look at him practicing, bro. Bet on his under. It's way it's way Maybe. more funny. It's way more funny if they bet on the over though, and then JT fucks them, and then they get fucked by placing the stupid bet. To be, I mean that. I mean they are they're already stupid, right? <laughs> they're not smart. That's for sure. They're not smart for gambling, so I wouldn't doubt that they, that they weren't even winning with their bets. You know what I mean? Cause like if you had an edge like that, that's a that's that's a slick edge. I mean, I'll, that, call, that, 
That's why anybody who works with DraftKings and shit like that, because that dude who like had some affiliation with like FanDuel or something, he worked for one of these companies. He won the million, the million dollar shit, and then couldn't even get it because he worked for one of those companies or whatever. That's crazy because um, a lot of the content creators that don't work for like okay, that's the thing though is Pat Mayo. He works for DraftKings, uh huh, and he plays all the time. Millie Makers, all he wins money. Oh, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Does he work for him, or is or are they a sponsor of his? Other shirt? sponsor. Yes, yeah, it's not sponsor. the same. Yeah. Employee, like if you're a, a legit employee for DraftKings or FanDuel, I mean, my my you. girl's cousin, he worked. He was a chef at Pechanga. Okay. No, uh, out yeah. there in Temecula, and yeah. he couldn't gamble on nothing. You know what I mean? Right, because anything He's just a chef. Your info or like whatever. I, mean, I don't I know. Mean, I, I don't know how you can rig it, but I mean, I don't know. Without without someone being in on it besides him. I mean, maybe if you're like a I mean, really, the only way to get the casino is like if you're a card counter, and I'm pretty yeah. sure they have like you know trained motherfuckers watching all day that look for card counters. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because really, you just if you win too much, they could ask you to leave. It doesn't even matter why. Like, you know, like we if don't they really like want the cut of your jib. If they think that you're a sucker, you'll get a comp, right? Because they want you to stay around. But if you're really a shark and you're like, you know, killing them, they're just gonna ask you to leave. <laughs> they're like Bogart's here. That guy's a fucking idiot. Give him a room. And Tino, he said he's here for the people. He said I'll place any bets for any athletes. I'm trustworthy. Just send the cash to my. House. <laughs> uh, I'll vouch. I'll vouch for that. <laughs> yes, world. Oh uh, yeah, Tino is the man. And Tino said, facts is not the same. Has to get free betting money uh, and show you the tickets for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're a spot, like, that's why we got to get sponsored by some of these. We'll start playing. Well, Vegas, I can't unless uh, DraftKings, now that they, uh, <coughs> I think they're going to get connected to a casino here in yeah, Vegas. I mean, you, I mean Caesars, see, here's the thing. Caesars, they got their own shit. But, like, why wouldn't they want to buy something that's already known, like a FanDuel, or like, you know, get affiliated with a FanDuel or a Draft, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's a whole entire state that, that is bent and on, it, based on gambling, and they don't allow that shit. And see, and maybe, because Caesars has the, uh, Caesars has the other connections with other people or whatever, which they're minor partners, they're not even, like, major partners, like, in the, but, uh, like MGM, you know, I mean, that's the, that's the other huge ass, you know, sports book out here. And, uh, let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. MGM. And I would email Caesar and MGM daily. Has so will probably send you something. Yeah. Especially, I mean, we were using the MGM uh, sports book, you know, yeah. last year. Yeah. You know, shout out to the MGM sports app book. Because that shit paid for a lot of my the, my, the seven leagues I was in. It paid for all my next years. And then I was like, all right, now let's add seven more again. <laughs> Fucking Tino. He said, damn, I always get comps on my room when I go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, when me and Kev, when we went out there in November to fuck with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Kev is like, man, you can stay in my room. I got a suite. I got a comp suite. And he's like, but every now and then, he's like, I'll be back. I gotta go gamble. Like yeah. basically, basically, man, I gotta, I gotta, some, gotta throw some money out. Just give me, just lose some money real quick. We gotta spend a certain amount of time, right? Well, and it's not even about winning or losing necessarily. It's about spending. Just playing. Money. Yeah, but you know that's how I hear it. Like, you know, well, I mean, I mean, the more time you play, 
the more time you play, the more you're going to lose. I mean, it's just, you know, the way, that, the way that it works. And uh, Tino said, can I use the app when I'm out there? So before you use the app, you have to actually go to one of the casinos. And like, you have to show proof of residency, right? No, you just got to show your ID that you're talking Because oh. you just, you can't use it when you're outside of, uh, of Nevada. So like you can't go back to California and like use the app. Like it won't work. Just the same for the same way that I, I mean, can you can technically you no. can if you if you go to Vegas, you sign up, do all that shit, and then you have one of those IP addresses that you you know what I mean that you use. Yeah. Look. You can probably do that, but that's that's. A, I mean, yeah, uh, so much work. <laughs> Plus, you wouldn't want to like not, you wouldn't want to be winning money and then they catch you and then they you know what I mean they just they, they just, just be stupid, right? <laughs> you get yeah, stupid. You can't even just get as stupid as like. As getting like hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars to play football, even if you're like a fortune guy, like you know, you're still getting, some, you're still getting some, some hundreds of bands. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You fuck all that off and like try to win like eight dollars. <laughs> Placing a I thousand. I got this parlay. I got this eight dollar parlay, bro. It's a twenty four legger, bro. <laughs> if I hit it, bro, I'm three million dollars, bro. <laughs> but yeah, Tino. So if you go to one of the, if you go to one of the casinos and like you go to the sports book. And uh, they, they got it set up. Like, it was super easy. It took a couple minutes or whatever to, for them to verify and get the account going. But, yeah, it takes, like, just a couple minutes. They just good they, they verify. They go, hey, anybody know this guy, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. You good? Yeah, because I didn't on – my, on my ID, like, I, I still haven't got my Nevada, like, ID. I need to go do that. Really I know. Cool. I want to do that, too, even though I'm still in California. I just want to get, like, something with my address on it. Man, you can't do that shit. It's illegal. <laughs> well, no, it's illegal to get... caught with two with two licenses. It is or two two IDs from different states. No, no, but I'm saying I want to get like a, a, what's my card? Like for my new address on it. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, just a new ID. Yeah, yeah, just like a new. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I gotta right? get that thing anyway. The fucking uh, what is it called? You know the 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 real IDs. What they're calling now? Yeah, and that's why I gotta. That's why I gotta get the Nevada one sometime this year, because then I can go do that shit. Yeah, you won't even be able to fly now. I think. Once yeah, no, I bet they're gonna keep pushing it back, but um, we still don't know though, right? And thanks, Devo. I'm gonna go make my picks over there. I got it pulled up. And uh, Tina said the one, uh, the one I'm staying at at the draft is comped. Yeah, there you go, man. There you go. Is, 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 is wifey coming out too? Okay. <laughs> Crispy said, new idea. Are you getting tired of Goodell controlling your life? Let Crispy Rings place your bet for you. All bank statements are private. <laughs> private. I see what he did there. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Should have been privates. All, all statements are privates. <laughs> Right, yeah, I was you got, like, you got some app, the athletic crispy ring line. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Take it to the hole with crispy <laughs> And Dino said, Hell no, bogey, she's just funding it. <laughs> but, oh, hey, nice. hey, it's a good woman. You need someone to fund that comped room, bro. Like that, that's where it's at, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because his wife's Vietnamese, bro. They just gambling, they just, Vietnamese and Chinese, actually. Yeah. They just gambling, they got it in them, you know what I mean. Yeah, like his brother-in-law Stephen, man. I've gambled with this motherfucker for like a decade plus, and this dude is the luckiest motherfucker I've ever, ever seen, bro. Tina said, "Oh shit, this is gonna be bad. My whole league consists of gambling addicts." <laughs> yeah, so, all of them. 
And see, when they and heard I, Vegas, when they heard, oh, we're going to do the draft in Vegas, boom, it, it was like one week, everyone's all skeptical, and then the next week, like nine out of 14 are booked. See, because you know, because you know what it is. Here's another selling point as well for the gambling addicts: the hundred dollars that it's going to cost for everyone to go there. You're going to be locked into that place for five, six, seven hours. That means you're not really going to be spending more than that hundred dollars. Imagine how much money would be spent, you know, just hanging out at the casino. You know, just oh, we're gonna take a little break. I'm <laughs> easy, down easy for you to say because you live in Vegas. You know what I mean? When people go to Vegas, they want to do it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, cool. yeah. like but, said, for, but, but, but like for me, I, the, I, the mansion is great for me because I'm not trying to spend no. I'm not even gonna go to the strip probably. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna be at that man. I mean, yeah, I'm probably just gonna be at the mansion. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna be streaming down there the whole time. So. Oh yeah. And I know people are going to want to do it. I'm just saying, for those hours, you know, when you're there, that's going to be saving you money, for sure. Because, uh, yeah, like Tina, I, yeah, I already know. Like, uh, man, Bogey already said about all the guys who were, well, I mean, you didn't tell me about everybody who's in it. But, yeah, everyone was hella hyped to go to Vegas, right? They're all, de- they're all D-gens. Yeah. Tina said, I bet my brother-in-law plays poker for like <laughs> for like 10 hours and we're staying one night. Hey, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, all like, see, there's other things I'm sure Steve is gonna do for a couple hours. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's 24 <laughs> hours in a day. I mean, shit's not even half the day. <laughs> I know, and then it's like we're trying. I guess the idea is try to start our draft like at two o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, because there is no slow draft with the with this with these cats. You know what I mean? We're doing yeah. the full 24. I mean, should legit even start earlier than two, right? Because I mean, how many? I would, I would, I would hope so. Because we, when uh, I, I mean, I just remember like doing ours, doing our live drafts. We'd start at one or two, and that shit would be going to like eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock sometimes. What I hate is when you get like into the double digit rounds, and then everyone gets more laxed on like, you know what I mean? There's someone up there just looking at the names, and I'm like, yo, make a fucking pick. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. And it's always that. And just the more time that goes on. You know, I mean, it's real easy to think, who am I going to pick in the first, second, and third round? You know, like you might already, you have a handful of guys. You start getting into round 12, 15, 18. It's like, yeah. well, think a little bit more about your pick. Oh, shit. All right. I guess I guess I got to go make my picks right now. Because Johnny said I got nine minutes left in the 39. All right. Let's make these picks right now. Round 22 over here. And you know we'll go with we'll go with Nico Collins. All right, thirty nine. Let's get over there. Where are we at? And see, nobody even tagged me over there. Thanks, uh, thanks, Johnny. Nobody even tagged me. Last yeah, pick. Last pick. So you really feel good with that Nico Collins being your last pick, man? No, 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 no. He, this is uh, my last pick in this different one. I'm, I'm on the clock. Oh, okay. in leagues. I know. I was just fucking with you. I like Nico Collins. Big slot. Uh, yeah, he's going to be on Mr. Relevant over here. It's ugly. I mean, she slept out like a one. She All right, Johnny, it's on you over there now. Let's see. What what did Devo say? That I'm also on the clock at number 40. The Sandlot division. 
Let's see. I almost want to eat some mushroom tacos. Uh, the ones I got right now, they're fucking awesome. Hell yeah. That motherfucker's going crazy. 15th round. Let's lock in Jordan Brooks. All right. I'm on the clock anywhere else. Let me know. But I just made three picks right now. So I think that's the only places I was on the clock at. If he was an ice cream flavor, he would be Pralings and Dick. Oh shit, bakes a lot. Throw a throw question in again. Um, we got sidetracked. I saw your trade question, but we were talking news at that time. Is I, it a trade that you're gonna make with Bogey? They said is Bijan worth two twenty twenty four firsts? Yeah, it's probably worth three twenty twenty four firsts. For sure. Yeah. Like, who's yeah. gonna want to who's gonna want to give him up for less than at least two firsts? Like, I don't I mean you know, I was looking at Bakes. I was like, how can I get C.D. Lamb? And then I'll use Olave as the starter. And I started thinking, man, Olave kind of, like, is worth that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for what Olave can be. Like, I'm be while I heat up this dab, go ahead. Yeah. Like, bold, one of my bold predictions that, that I'm going to have this year is that, is that Chris Olave is a top five receiver. If he gets treated like – how Derek Carr latched on to Devontae Adams. You know what I mean? Like, he fucking had only eyes for Devontae Adams. The problem is, is that he he goes, he he has a tendency to go short, and that's where Michael Thomas is going to live. I just, I also, I'm on the side of things that I just don't even act like Michael Thomas exists in this bold prediction. You know what I mean? Chris Olave could be a top five guy, fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, see, getting offers for Lamb is just seeing uh, just seeing my options. Yeah, I, you know, it's fun when you have picks. You can make things happen. You know what I mean? Like, like I, it sucks that like when I expended all my picks and I'm like, okay, I can't do anything now. You know what I mean? Because when you have a first round, more picks, man. Just trade for more picks. <laughs> no, gotta go trade and get more picks. Just yeah, trade yeah, yeah. What am I, Magoobs? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, cause you know, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be an end game to it, right? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm trying to win, so it's like when I expend my picks, I, I it's got, I gotta feel like, all right, this team can compete this year. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I'm not trading those picks away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I mean. Yeah, and I think uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I've just mentioned it before. Like, you gotta have, you gotta know why you're making the trade, not just trading just to trade. I'm not saying Magoobs, except for the Patrick Mahomes. Like, what, what was that? I still feel like that. Well, hold on, you said something about a trade. <laughs> I gotta make one now. But yeah, I mean, you have to know, like, if your team is like going for it, or if you're like fully rebuilding and like. I don't know. You just can't play both sides of the, the fence. Hey, there. that was you, huh? Who was it? Every time I would make a crazy trade, just a trade, then they put the fucking the Dave Chappelle ass fucking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put the gym. That was someone talking trades. That's a five o'clock free crap giveaway. <laughs> hey, listen, bro, I wake up in the morning and send a trade to Titans sometimes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know Titans. Hey, there's a good chance. 
when I wake up in the morning, I'm sending that trade Titans is just looking at his phone waiting for it. You know what I mean? He ain't been dancing with me though. When I wake up in the morning. And got my grins in my man. That beat goes hard. That shit goes crazy, actually. Man, we gotta flip that into some kind of fantasy. <laughs> some kind of fantasy football <laughs> shit. You know, there was the song. That someone did about fantasy. And I think it went like viral for a sec. <laughs> was it corny? Or were they yeah, bad? corny as all hell. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. There, uh, there, uh, back in the days, I used to fuck with, uh, Chris Harris, the Chris Harris podcast. Chris What's Harris, he came, from, he came from ESPN. He was, uh, with, um, uh, Brett Coleman, yeah. Brett Coleman has the NFL film room on YouTube. Fucking phenomenal, right? But this, then he used to have. Uh, he has a frequent guest named Chris Harris. They used to work together at ESPN. Okay. The Chris Harris Football Podcast. That's what it's called, right? But okay. this dude, he's like a musician too. So like, it's like a. It, it used to be like a run-on joke. Like Foos would send in songs about the players that 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 that, that, that blew up for them, or like the players that shitted on them. Okay. But then um, they had some dope shit, man. <laughs> like, you, you ever heard that song? Beverly Hill, that's where I want to be. You know uh-uh. that the Weezer joint? Uh-uh. Yeah, but someone flipped it super legit. Jeremy Hill. <laughs> but it was like, but they were shitting on him. Because remember, Jeremy Hill, he came and went so fast. Yeah, you either loved him or you hated him. Hated you him. loved him if you happened to start him that one game that he liked. Or that rookie year. That rookie year was the, the that last stretch of the year was, you know, just Gio Bernard was hurt, and then it was like Jeremy Hill went crazy. Fucking insane. What was that Jeremy Hill biggest game? Let's see. Um, There was one against the Chiefs in 2017. Or twenty? Well, when did he, oh he was a rookie twenty sixteen? Nope, twenty fourteen he was a rookie. But I think it was twenty. There was a game twenty fifteen. He had a big game. He had like two touchdowns. I remember like there was like a pile on the pylon, and he's and someone tackled him into the pile, and he slid across the pile. And then so here's the game that I was thinking because he did have a couple big games in uh, twenty fifteen as well. It was yeah. twenty sixteen versus the Browns. 168 rushing yards on nine attempts and a TD and uh, and two receiving TDs. Or no, okay, never mind. No, that was just it. That was it, the 168. It was just two receptions, not TDs. Yeah, I mean, I can think of a handful of big Jeremy Hill games. I mean, shit, like, you know, what's funny about running backs is, like, these guys, they pop up in the wintertime. Motherfuckers is hurt. The next guy up, you know what I'm saying, whether it's a Tim Hightower in 2015 fantasy playoffs, Rashad Penny a couple years ago fantasy playoffs. You know Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry, he was a waiver wire guy in 2018 because he was such a bust that people were drafting him early and then dropping him. Remember that? Yeah, it for was sure. Dion Lewis. Was Remember it was Dion Lewis like the first six weeks. Yeah, they were like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then, and then didn't they get 
Didn't they bring over DeMarco Murray after they already drafted Derrick so, Henry? No, they had Mur- they, they bring over DeMarco Murray that same year. They draft. Uh, okay. So, so this, okay. they draft. Uh, so that's 2016 because DeMarco Murray went – he went for the one year with the Eagles, 2015. Then he go, then he go, he gets like the, the multi-year contract with the Titans and he worked over there because, you know, he was a power runner, you know what I mean? Uh, a power gap runner, you know what I mean? North, south type of shit down the field. Then when he was over there with Chip Kelly, you know what I'm saying? They were trying to get him on some stretch runs to the outside and they're like, right. well, he's yeah. not getting around no edge. And, he, and then he had hamstrings because he was trying to, you know, get, get around the edge. You know what I'm saying? He had hamstrings all year. And then, but then they, so 2016, that's when they drafted Derrick Henry. And he was like the handcuff for two, like three years, bro. Like people were just swearing. I'm telling you this, Derrick Henry kid, watch. But you couldn't get up, couldn't get away from DeMarco Murray. They finally, DeMarco Murray retires. And then they fucking bring in Deion Lewis. You know what I mean? And it was a new coaching regime. And that probably could have been what it was. Because like, you know, Vrabel maybe just didn't see it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's a former regime drafted this big ass, big defensive end, defensive end looking motherfucking running back. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it was, it was fucking huge. Yeah, it was Matt LaFleur and um and Arthur Smith was the was the offensive uh, coordinator uh, assistant at the time. They, they they really unleashed Derrick Henry, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um who else was you know, as you guys realize Lamb is a Dallas Cowboy, right? So are you factoring that in this year? <laughs> Listen, when it comes to fantasy, bro, I love them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I will smooth have all the CD Lamb and be like, fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's the best, right? When like when they do good for you, you're like, yeah, I love you, CD Lamb. Then he does bad, you're like, yeah, fuck the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Just yeah. It's just a win-win. You know what I mean? See the Raiders, that's a different story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, like you feel okay having them. But I feel like I feel worse than I did last year. And at least last year we, we got the you know, the number one and, and and two basically at the positions, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're supposed to feel good this year about them, but it's like, all right, Jimmy. <laughs> let's see what we can do. I mean, Jimmy, who's their fantasy relevant around Jimmy? Yeah, for sure. Are you, are you in an Uber home? No, it's too Oh, okay. Well, Ryan said I traded Terry and Javante for Alave earlier this year. I mean, that's a nice upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Javante. I mean, if Javante ever becomes a thing, it's probably not going to be on my roster. <laughs> yeah, Derek, yeah, that's how I feel about T-Law. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is no natural rivalry for a cowboy to hate a Jaguar, right? <laughs> but <laughs> that, that's what fantasy does, though, right? Oh, yeah. I guess for reality, it was like, I mean, that game did – Get them out of the running for that top seed, though, in the NFC, because they were still in the running for that top seed before they yeah. offered. Yeah, and that was reality. That wasn't yeah. that, that. wasn't because of fantasy. Yeah, that's a good point. Because we've seen Derek take T-Law, <laughs> right? Taking him somewhere. <laughs> Does they? And Ryan said, facts, facts, facts. That's why I said if it's a first or a second overall pick, but definitely can't make a deal now with the unknown. <laughs> Go win now with B-Jump, baby. Yeah, I mean, if you're trading B. John, you better be getting a haul. You better be getting a haul. And it can't be just uh, just picks. Man, so funny. Like, you're, 
You're talking about the running backs, and I'm always, I'm always thinking about these old songs that I heard when I was 12 or 13. Um, just like the bong song and all that, <laughs> there was a song. Uh, it's called the Vagina Song. And uh, I love that it's, song. Do you remember that song? No, I just love Vagina. <laughs> it's got to be a good song. It is. And uh, there's a part in there. And uh, it's like, uh, uh, big or small, I love them all. That's why I sing my song. <laughs> nice. You guys are going to hear it. Here we go. I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna cut that part and get the bigger small. We love them all, so we can use that for running backs. And uh, and then you guys could just remember uh, what song it came from. But nobody else. Can really know. Some of them are hairy. <laughs> Some of them are bald. Some are kind of scary. And this is what they're called Vagina Vagina That's exactly how I sound when I'm up in the vagina Vagina Some belong to virgins they're really tight and strong, but big or small, I love them all. That's why I sing my song. The Jahana, the Jahana. That's the part right there. That vagina. Some of them are smelly Like clams and fish and such Some smell like a summer's eve Cause they've been douched too much Put your heart Right there. That thing that thing the China. Than to be in a vagina in the morning. Woo! Everybody makes some noise for vaginas. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> I don't know how we found all these songs on Napster and shit back in the day. Cause like these ones were, I, don't, I doubt these were on any CDs or like, you know, like being published. Do you remember Got Rice? What? Got Rice? I, I, I swear I have. Yeah. Cause I was like during that time, like 1999, 2000, that era, like 2001. Got Rice, bitch. Got Rice. It's like some Asian rapper, but it was like 
take off your shoes when you enter, please. Like, it was like all about like Asian stereotypes. No, for sure. I know I've heard that song. Yeah, because it, it was on that Tupac <laughs> that uh, things will never be the same. AZN got rice, bitch. Oh, yeah. Let's play this one. AZN. <laughs> Cause this was like the one back in the days. It's the ACN, nigga. Fuck the rest. Dallas to New York, chica. We the best. Vietnam to Japan to Mongolia. Philippines to Taiwan to Cambodia. Korea. Ah ah, hometown China. Who you got, huh? You got shit, nigga. Feel the size. It's the ACN. Better recognize. Got rice, bitch. Got rice. Got food, got soup, got spice, got brains like us, got skills like us, got cars, got clothes, got girls like us. What's up? We the shit and we kill y'all fools. We got money in the bank from our family jewels. Can we help it if we raid and corrupt the schools? It don't matter fucking law, should we break the rules? We got cars, pop games, yo, we got the tools. Hoop it up, break it down, then we shoot some fools. Fuck with me, you fuck all, bitch, don't think it's cool. One on one, fuck that, it's three on one, no duels. Got rice, bitch, got rice. That's really how they play though. Show that it's nice. incredible pre-smartphones, pre-cell phones. And pre-internet being good. Like internet was good. Pre-widely available internet. How about that? Because if you still had to plug in your phone line at this time. It it was word of mouth. (laughs) That's how we all heard these joints. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. Like Tina like said you can cancel the first of shit like that nowadays. But why? He's really an Asian dude rapping, right? Like, I mean. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you know what's funny, too, is like in the 90s, bro, you're going to say the N-word. You know what I mean? Boy, you're yeah. not white. You're saying the N-word, bro. That's just what yeah. it is, what it is. You know what I mean? Especially, like, all, all the Asians I grew up with, they said N-word. Yeah. You know what I mean, it sounds crazy to people that's not from the Bay or from Cali or for, even from New York, like. Like it's you know, where, it's just where you grew up, though. I mean, that's where. I mean, I'm not saying you. Like, I mean, because I grew yeah. up, you know, like I hung around a whole bunch of motherfuckers just like that, you know. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying, and and like it'd be the Asian, like, like you would have the Asian homies or even the Mexican homies. You know what I'm saying? You kill them with black foods. You use the word all day. They yeah, they into the black dudes. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, see, I grew up like that. My godfather was black. He's call me nigga all the time, little, little nigga. <laughs> you know, like, he grabbed me by the neck. He was six five. You know what I mean? He got murdered when I was young. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were, we were exposed to some shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what he used to tell me though. He used to tell me, little nigga. He said, "You ain't white, so they're always gonna look at you like a nigga." But we ain't no niggas. 
And I used to be like confused as a kid, like, damn, what is that sentence? It was too deep for me at the time. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Way, way too tough to understand. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? But it really resonated with me my whole life. You know what I mean? Because, you know, when a motherfucker gets murdered, and that's like, I really rocked with him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I had other godfathers, you know what I mean? But that was my dad's best friend. You know what I mean? Like, it was, you know, one of his friends that he, first friends he basically made when he came to America. You know what I mean? Yeah, damn. This is his neighbor in the city. You know what I mean? When we moved to San Ho, they moved to San Ho. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we moved, yeah, you said your and you said your dad moved into the straight hood, right? When he first got, yeah, out. hell yeah. I mean, because you don't know, you don't know where you're. Okay, remember? Oh, I need to find my queen. Perfect. We're going to Queens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes to Queens, New York, right? It's, it's a grimy. You know what I mean? Like you don't <laughs> fucking know. Yeah, he was told. You want to know what is crazy though? Is that he threw like a big old party before he left to America, right? And he's like 19 years old. And he said there was a, one of his uncles was like, when you get to San Francisco, you want to make your way to San Jose. That's where you raise the family. Oh, shit. Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. that's some word of mouth shit. Like, yeah. hey, the Silicon Valley. This is the late 70s. Yeah. How the, that means you had to be well-traveled to know that. Yeah. You know what I'm and when and you, you were, or who told that person, you know, like, right? Or them, because like when you when you're in the Philippines, bro, and you're like, I'm gonna go to America. You went to major cities. I'm going to New, New York. York. Sure. I'm going to Frisco. I'm going to L.A. I'm going to you know what I mean. You don't go. I'm going to Tucson, Arizona. You know what right. I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. You really <laughs> like. <laughs> and like, yeah. When it, and okay, my dad has this story, right? He's like, you know, he's always been in the cars. And you know, American cars, you know, you see them in magazines and stuff like that. And now he's in America. And American muscle is in. And he says, you know, the Mexicans, Jay, they ride the lowriders. I'm not a Mexican. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I, I like the muscle cars, Jay. You know what I mean? Trans Am is my shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they okay. said, they're, they're, you know, in the city, there's a lot of hood. It's, it's like hills as fuck. Yeah. I mean, when you're in Frisco, you're on fucking hills, all this motherfucker. Yeah. So, like, he, part, he was parked. And he said he had he had a, he used to carry a forty five, you know what I mean. So he has a forty five in the little little sash box, and he has my mom there, and uh, you know they they already had my sister, but he's so he, and he's hella drunk. My dad said he's hella drunk. You're leaving a party, and then you know he, he's back he backs up out of the spot, the parking spot, you know what I mean, uh, on a hill, and he just hits several lowriders parked, uh, right? Uh. And they all come out, bro. And they whip the pistols out on them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then like, and then and then my dad pulls the pistols out on my mom's like, no. And then like that one of the dudes is like, hey, he has a kid in there, ain't he? You know, yeah, my sister, my sister's probably like two or three, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? But my dad was right, he's like, fuck that shit. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, Dad, you hit their car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They were parked, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, and then he said. Then he said they moved right, and you know, oh, but then oh, the, the neighborhood, right? At the time, you know, because the neighbor, my, my my godfather, or eventually who became a godfather, right? And you know, he's from Alabama. You know, he worked Studio Fifty Four. He was a bouncer. You know, what I mean, he's big back in the days, they used to like, you know, they would grease, they would grease themselves up, but baby oil and shit, wearing a wife beater, hella yoke, bro. And yeah. so like, but see, they didn't fuck with. The, he was cool with the Mexicans. You know what I mean? On the block okay. and shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So my dad said, he's like, yeah, he's like, we didn't live there too long after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's so much that, like, you know, he's like, yo, you so much your Uncle Joe could, like, stop people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that. I think that's one of the major differences, too, like, in the Bay and in uh, L.A., because the Mexicans really rock with the Blacks, for real. You go down to L.A., they, you know, me, and there's all kind of racial shit. You know what I mean? Like, not all the time, but a lot, majority of it. You know what I mean? 
Right? They just don't fuck with each other like that. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and then the dinners, the Asians, bro. The Asians are like, that, that's what's crazy. It's like, you know, people don't realize, bro, there's a Chinatown everywhere, bro. Yeah. And, and Chinatown's where it goes down. Like the Asian gangs, bro, they, they, that's why they're so organized. You, you're able to mobilize in every city. Hell you know yeah. I mean? uh, there's this dude, China Mac. He's a rapper, but he's turned podcaster and shit. And he did like major time. He tried to kill a Jin. Remember Jin, that rap, the, the Chinese rapper? Yeah. Yeah, but this dude, so this dude, China Mac, he grew up in New York, Chinatown. And like, so he's from a lineage of gangsters. His dad was a gangster, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, his dad's dad was, you know, a gangster back in China, you know what I mean? And they called, yeah. and they were called the ghost shadows, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was like the flying dragons. Like, it's like, and these are like legendary gangs that have like 40 years of, of generations type of shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then like, they spread out everywhere, you know what I mean? They're fucking Frisco and in LA. You ever heard of Washington? Washing crazy ass Chinese gang. Sounds familiar. Yeah, growing up, I had the homie. His brother was Washing. Had to tatted on his face. Like it was different. You know what I mean? Like they were like like Sardin- you know how Sardinos be doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're like that. Like you knew this motherfucker was in Washington, right? Because he had it on his face and shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, that's just real bold. You know what I mean? And uh oh, Infinite says I'm starting to understand best ball a little better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's re- I mean it's it's, it's it's the same thing, except you can take more chances because you don't got to make the uh, the the week to week decision. Okay, I'm gonna just throw some names out there, and you say redraft or best ball, right? Like where you have, okay, Rashad Bateman, <laughs> best ball, <laughs> right? Okay, here's here's one. <laughs> you can even say both, right? Because here's one I think is both Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, both. People are really excited about him, but I think that he's still a good chance. He's frustrating from a week-to-week basis. It's both, right? Yeah. Because uh, I'm usually like, once I get into like the double-digit rounds and best ball, I'm grabbing players that I feel like this is the only place I ever have them. You know, <laughs> yeah. Anderson. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, any of the any of the Baltimore receivers, any of the Giants receivers. You know what I? You know what I've been doing? Michael Hardman from the Jets. That's a best ball player, like a motherfucker. You know, you know I mean? what I've been doing in these best ball leagues that I'm never doing in redraft? Drafting the backup running backs. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Just super I mean, late. Especially if you got, or even if you don't have the starters, just yeah. chuck, chuck your roster full of all those backups and third stringers that are rookies right now. Yeah. And I, think you have this, I mean, it, you should be more inclined to get those guys if you have the starter, but. Yeah, like, I mean, just go get the backups from a bunch of these guys because if any of them get hurt, there goes a starting running back, at least for a couple weeks. And, man, we're giving you all the game. Todd Derrick and Bateman neither. <laughs> but I like this. Yeah. And, and, and look at this. I, we're giving you all the game, the good game. You know, when you're in the best balls and you're looking at IDPs, look at the linebackers and the safeties, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't really – need to fool around with like these DL eligible guys or like cornerbacks for real. You know, there's, there's exceptions to the rule, but like you want to just chuck full. It's like linebackers are the running backs of, of the, of IDP, right? Sure. And instead of rush attempts, you're getting tackles or, or assisted tackles. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like that's, you just want a bunch of them. Yeah. And Marty said, when's Jeopardy going to go down? So 
If Bogey can do it on Monday, I think we're going to do it Monday. I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> but we can't do it on Tuesday because it's July 4th. So, yeah, we're just, we're, there's not going to be a late night stream uh, that night, unless it's a late night after fireworks mushroom stream. Do you have, okay, this is what we used to do as kids, right? We, and we, uh, and even because, you know, I'm from the Bay, like Chinese New Year, February come around. Yeah, shit goes crazy. You know, you know, so there's just different times of the year where I'm from where the fireworks become accessible because we're like out here in the valley, you just drive around, there's carts everywhere, like little stands. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just because it's not it's not illegal out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still illegal to set them off in certain areas, but you know, in the bay, it's totally it's totally outlawed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, we used to get them chi- the, 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 the Chinese joints, you know, the ones that's like a bazillion little red ones. Uh-huh. You know yeah. the little red things? Hell of them, right? So we would take all those and empty them out. Take all the powder out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we would and like this, this is a big undertaking, but we would do this shit. You get a five-gallon jug and you fucking fill that motherfucker with it as much as you can. You know what I mean? And then you got the long fuse and you just put the fuse in there, bro. And then you gotta take cover because that shit is like a bomb for real. You know yeah. what I mean? And last year, just wow! Little pieces of plastic fly everywhere. I'm glad no one got caught one in the neck or something. Right? Could have died. And Infinite said, "I still wouldn't draft more than four QBs in the first round. I'm assuming that people got scared, or I'm just not hip to the strategy. You're just not hip to the strategy because it's, it's just- QB premium. That's the first r- rule number one. When you join a league, you you got to look at the scoring format because most of the time when people start realizing shit." Well, we told them that QBs are are the most important and they score the most points, I guess. Maybe, I mean, maybe that wasn't clear enough that the points, they're even, it's it's 15 yards per one point for every 15 passing yards, not one point for every 25, like traditional boring leagues. Yeah. Fucking flies. That's why you see the QBs going, going so much earlier. But I mean, I've I've had uh, I've done some of these leagues where um, I, I I didn't draft QBs until the fourth, fifth, sixth round. You know, I mean, there's multiple ways that you can build a dope. I mean, if you if you're okay with like Derek Carr and or I mean, not even Derek Carr, later than that, like Ritter and Howell. You know, you'll be all right. Mac, Mac Jones, Ritter, Howell, like that little little group, man. You know, it's like because that would entail that. You curb QB early, and you have some of the baddest skill motherfuckers on the planet. You know what I mean? Here goes my first uh, four rounds in the Sopranos draft that we started, and I think is he in this one? Were you at the nine ball? Uh, yeah, and I uh, I took Travis Kelsey because I haven't been able to get him on the two. So you're like, screw it, I'm taking him right here. Get him, fuck it, or just get. Let's go. I like that. And then I went. And then I went Tyreek, so just locked in crazy pass catchers. And then I went Nick Chubb, and I somehow got Kirk Cousins in the fourth. See, I'm not mad at that at all because, like, it's like I'm usually if I do that, I'm banking on Cousins or Russell Wilson to lead my my QBs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm and preferably Corky Kirk, right? You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Someone picked Anthony Richardson at the four one. I mean, because they're fucking stupid. But also, too, it's funny when you see the people who clearly haven't switched off a of dynasty mode yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, this is best ball, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That mode. Okay, this is how funny it is. I love doing the daily show that we do. Last week, Anthony Richardson 
really displaying some great accuracy. <laughs> and then the next report, he really is fucking accurate. In the <laughs> next report, Gardner Minshew, he's taking a dump. He's like, bro, dude's pretty fucking good. It's getting better. <laughs> and then today or yesterday, Anthony Richardson might not start week one. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's because it's different. It's different beat reporters and different, you know, different people with these articles or whatever. You, you want to know what else I read yesterday? That his accuracy is terrible. I mean, that was the biggest knock on what him. What the though. fuck? Yeah, okay. that was his knock. How so? How all of a sudden the beat reporters are needs? Oh, he's very accurate. He's so fucking accurate. Because I was. That's the reason why I said I'm really off of him. Is like I don't want to take the play lads vibes, man. I'm not going to buy up on someone that I don't even know if he can throw the ball that well or not. Like I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like when when it but, comes but to obvious, when he's yoked as fuck, huh? He's one of them dudes, huh? He's what? He's one of them dudes, huh? Big head, big as fuck, yoked, fast. Yeah. I mean, I want to see in August, like, how is he actually throwing when it's a, when it's, I mean, I know it's a preseason game, but still we're going to get, we're going to see a handful, you know, a couple dozen throws from him in a couple games. Let's see how. You know what's going to be a bad sign? Is that like, if they're saying, oh, you know, he's splitting reps with the first teams and you see Minshew out there with the first teams. Cause then the worst thing that could happen is the Trey Lance effect where the, okay. Put in Anthony Richardson now with the twos and threes. And then he shreds those defenses, right? Like Lance did. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what's scary about preseason. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, Chris, we said, going for a swim. What's on tonight? Dynasty Life with Stevie B at 7 West Coast time. Crispy, right? He, he throws like a dozen crispy rings in the pool. And he just... And he dives in there and just starts swooping them all up with his cock, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got From to go the bottom through. of the fucking pool. Went to the bottom of the pool. You guys remember uh, Point Break. They're going down there, and they're retrieving bricks off of the bottom. Crispy's throwing crispy rings down there, and he's got to retrieve them with his, with his cock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, he's, pra- he's practicing for, for, the, for, the, for the crispy ring Olympics. <laughs> the crispy ring games. <laughs> be, be ready, y'all. In August. Oh man, you guys aren't ready. Bring your swim trunks. <laughs> oh man. And uh, Ryan said, "Were you considering other RBs over Chubb in the third? So let me see if I can pull that. Um, if I can go receiver, receiver. You know, because I, I know Ryan likes to like kind of map things out. If I can go like Kel- Kelsey receiver, Chubb, Najee Harris. Fucking love it." Matter of fact, you know who I would take over Chubb in the third round? Mahomes or one of them QBs if they're still there. I don't give a fuck about waiting on QB shit. Seeing QB, I'll take one of them big dogs. So the guys who were gone at wide receivers, so, I mean, obviously Jefferson (laughs) Chase, but Wilson, Hill, Cup, Lamb, Amon Ra, AJ, Olave, Diggs, Waddle, Metcalf, Higgins. So those were all the wide receivers that were off the board when I chose Chubb. The ones who went after Adams, Devonta Smith, uh, Drake London, and then the RBs that were gone, uh, CMC, Bijan, Eckler, Barkley, Taylor, Ken Walker. The guys who came right after was Henry, Brees, and Josh Jacobs. Oh, shit. Stevenson didn't even go yet. 
No. And I mean, cause uh, Najee, I mean, that's another guy who I'm always looking in that range, but I know I, I knew I probably wasn't going to get Chubb <coughs> fourth, and I don't have too much Chubb because I'm usually getting QBs or like wide receivers there. So we just went with a kind of a well-rounded uh, start to the first couple rounds in this one. Let's get another dab going. Here we go. Eric said, I'll pass on that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's no game for crispy. It's a way of life. Broke it to the left. All right. So when I when I had to leave to make the call like five ten minutes ago, okay. Kev texted me. He's like, shoot me the Audi again. And he's like, lying to call, like, is it you or your cousin go through? He's like, my cousin. I'm like, okay, crossing my fingers. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, he's depending on his cousin to go through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I got like two, three joints left of weed, bro. Come on. Yeah, I'm doing these dabs over here and uh, versus the flower because I, I like almost no flower. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, too, is like, I've been the other side of it. Yo, you cannot get a hold of nobody in a holiday weekend, bro. You got to get stocked up, you know what I mean? And I wasn't even fucking thinking about that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, it is what it is. It just be like that, you know what I mean? Like, uh, especially because it's on a Tuesday. So, like, it's this weekend, basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, I mean, I got I got another resort. I, I, not, it's not even a last resort either. It's my next guy up. And he got some rents right now, but I'm like, I don't want the rents. I want the final. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, Bougie is- uh, yeah, I mean, and like, you know, I don't never get to this point. I always like, I'm, I have an old, like, even if I wanted, I could bust into that pack that I'm holding on for Ricky, but I wouldn't do that. That's bad honor. It's bad weed karma. Yeah, this is the first time, like, I don't know, since kind of I, I got active. I've known you. <laughs> <laughs> the first time since I've known you, seen you with this this least amount of of product. Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be stressful. <laughs> I know even my dad right now. My dad was like, he was like, uh, I want to put in an order for some more of the final leaf. I'm like, I'm like, dad, I'll put an order too, bro. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> called Kevin. I called him. I'm like, this is all on this. Kevin's coming to me first, okay. <laughs> All right, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny too because Kev. I, I, I mean, I, I don't control all my dad's movements, obviously. But it's funny because Kev. Every time I see Kev, he'd be like, "Man, your dad hit me when I missed his call, and I'm trying to call him back." And like, my dad don't even pick up my call. You got to. He calls looking for it. You don't call. You don't pick up. He's not picking up. Because <laughs> you know, what I mean? my dad's big. You know, he, he's a good customer, right? You can't. You know what I mean? I used to have a rule, bro, back in the days. Like, man, I'm not, I'm not even gonna pick up this phone. This is for like a hundred dollars, bro. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Damn. <laughs> These dabs. <laughs> Crazy. No, we can't our foods at Disneyland. Pickled corn dogs. Crazy. And there's a pickle right there. Crazy. 
Hey, those pickles at, at Disneyland go crazy. The giant ones. This oh, was one that it was a pickle corn dog. What? It was a pickle and it had the corn dog bread in. Interesting. I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I like fried pickles like a motherfucker, though. You fuck with fried pickles? Oh, you don't yeah. really fuck with pickles like that, huh? No, I like pickles. Oh, okay. okay. <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the fried pickles. We had those at the, uh, what's it called? The fucking. Uh, the fair, whatever they call the fair now in San Diego, because I don't think it's the Del Mar Fair anymore, but that's what it used to be called. That's the area, or is that just the name of the joint, the, the fairgrounds? It's the area, yeah. The Del, it's at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. The racetrack. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how come that sounds familiar? Yeah, the Del Mar racetrack. Yeah, that's where it's at. During you, the, you ever watch races over there? Nah. They, we, the closest racetrack to us is uh, the Laguna Seca Raceway. And I, my, my dad, my dad, shout out to the Hootat Nation. What they do? And my dad, my dad, big car and driver guy. So like, you know, I went to a handful of races, bro. But the one I remember the most was so dope. We went and it was fucking, <laughs> it was like Ferraris, Lambos, Porsches, you know, Aston Martins. It was all them joints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Derek says, dad, seems painful. I don't think it's something I want to try. Oh, you want to try it? You just got to start off with, you know, if you're a beginner, there's going to be beginner-sized dabs, you know? Yeah, you're just not going to hit the big old booger, and then you're going to be like, man, it, it's like, it's like getting high for the first time again, knowing what getting high is like. Well, and remember, like, you ever, like, it's like, the, I don't know if you guys have ever used, like, the legit, like, vaporizers, you know, the one with the hose and all that shit, you yeah. know, the older ones. I mean, yeah. those, like, you feel, I mean, it's the same thing when you're taking, like, little small dabs. It's like, you almost feel like you're not getting anything, but then it's like, you just, you get the taste, and then you'll just feel it, like, on your All the vape comes down yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking beginner beginner dabs over here. So really, that's what it is, Derek. And don't man, but yeah, every I'm sure everyone's gonna want to try some dabs. Trust me, we're gonna have the dab bar set up there. Vanessa's gonna be hosting that part of it. So like everything that you see me doing with the torch, you know, all that kind of shit. You don't have to do nothing. You literally just go step in line, and uh, yeah, just just take a hit. Well, yeah, it's gonna be dope. Some of a Mitch. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be it'll probably be one of those things unless it's for like the weed Olympics. It is gonna be just small dabs going around because like I don't know. I, I'm probably gonna smoke like 20 or 30 <laughs> dabs or something, you know, like in a in a day. And uh, yeah, if we're just taking like fat globs all the time, we're just not gonna last. And I mean, like, you're gonna get super duper high if you never hit a dab. Trust me. You'll love it. You'll love it. Gotta try it. And uh Tino said, Bogey, you got all kinds of race car tracks near you, bro. He said my family races uh the quarter midgets in Stockton. Okay. Oh word. See, I, I never knew see like the only one I was ever aware of was the uh was the uh the Laguna Seca because that's the big big one. You know what I mean? Like it's like how a, far are you from Stockton? Like 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, like 30 minutes from Stockton. I'm like an hour from Tracy. I'm like Modesto's like 45 minutes from me, and then I'm like 20 minutes from Sac. Cause like this is Sacramento County where I'm at, but it's like if yeah. you know it is a trip. When I was telling my man, I was like, because you know, we uh, when I was with Candlestick last night, went to the liquor store or whatnot. We just drive around and you see kids playing outside type of shit. Like, that's different on small town shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm from a, a city that has a million plus. 
Now yeah. I'm in, now I'm in a joint that has 179,000. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why that'd be a culture shock for me. It really is type of shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, but it's it's like a baby version of of San Jose for real. Can I guess what your order was when you went to the liquor store? Sure. Went to the liquor store. <laughs> loaded up with alcohol. <laughs> More specifically, vodka, whiskey, what? beer, what? tequila, what? More beer. vodka. More beer. That's exactly what I got. Gotta love Stone Cold. Give me a hell yeah. (laughs) I can't wait because one day we're going to be doing like, I mean, I know we're going to be doing a live show in, uh, you know, when when we're in Vegas. And I'm sure we're going to have this soundboard and everything. And when we, when we hit the drop, give me a hell yeah. You better be giving us a big hell yeah. But I imagine one day we're going to be at some uh, some venue and we're just going to hit that and there's going to be like hundreds of people, you know, screaming the hell yeah at that exact moment. I was, uh, I went to see football in live one time. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was was in Frisco. Um, and it was at the Independent, which is that, that bit, the same venue I saw Tech Nine and, and interview and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. And what year did you say it was? 2018. Okay. August. Okay. So even if you if you look even if you look it up, like uh, you know, uh fantasy football is live San Francisco, right yeah. in the beginning, man, they point me out. They go, Wow, San Francisco is lit. Especially that guy right there. <laughs> and they point at me, you can hear me in candlestick and shit. They didn't pan the camera to me though, but like, cause I was like right in the front onto the side. Yeah, and I'm wearing the Stone Cold shirt, and I got I got like my 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 uh my uh my other uh 49er camo, and uh-huh. I had camo pants, and I'm the, I'm the reigning champion in my league that year, so I got my belt with me. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know what I mean? So I'm, just, <laughs> I'm standing on my chair, you know what I mean? To help people, help people. Like I'm in the front, so I'm like blocking people's every shit. And I do, and then he goes, "How long you had that shirt, bro?" <laughs> and he's like, "What? Like ten years?" And then the other guy is like, "Mike's like, bro, Stone Cold was like twenty years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, show was tight. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted them to make it down to SoCal, but uh, yeah, they weren't balling like that yet. They, uh, I don't think they, they did L.A. They did L.A. that same year. Did they? Yeah, they okay. did. For, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was actually in L.A. and I was off. We were gonna go. Like, I already seen him. Yeah. 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 And I mean, what was the experience like live? I know that you were hyped. It was tight. Because like, we just because I fucking love those guys at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a reigning champion of my league, of my home league for the first time, like that league. You know what I mean? Like it took me four years to win it. Here I am with the ballers. They're like responsible for it, basically, or at least partly. You know what I mean? It was fucking awesome. I got to tell them that too. Nice. Spill right here, man. Y'all, you guys help me. Because, like, at the time, too, they were giving me information. I thought that was, like, fucking cutting edge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just referencing PFF. That was the year I got pro football focus. And that was the year, like, I'm going to do Yeah, like, because I was after the 28. And I bought, I remember buying, like, everything I needed that, that year. But I didn't start, I didn't fire it up until that that, that next offseason. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then like it's funny because I was gonna like I mean I was a Foot Clan member for a long time and but it's kind of like that whole path like that they paved for the Foot Clan. It's like we're doing it with the 420 crew just in a different way, but like you know a lot of the same type of uh, a lot of the same type of things. Like they use Patreon and shit like that. You know that's why we use it. And uh, yeah, I was gonna cancel it, and then it's like, oh, are you sure you don't want to do the the annual? It comes to four dollars and twenty cents a month. <laughs> And so I just kept it active, just out of like you know. That's a good omen. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think the last time I watched footballers was the last year's my guys because you told me, oh my god, go watch their my guys. I was like, no. And I'm just watching all my guys, and they all cursed all my guys. <laughs> um, all yeah. my mid, because you know my guys are usually mid round to late round targets. You know what right. I mean? Usually, yeah. Usually, because I always think it's stupid when you're like, my guys, Christian, get the fuck out of here. That's just like, if you're a fantasy footballer, my guy, like, get ready to get cursed. <laughs> it's yeah. worse than the Madden curse. I mean, you just don't. What, the reason why they, they ruin it by hiring the ADP because this is their guys that they're making their declarations on, right? Like, it was one of the biggest my guys last year for him. It was uh, Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis and A.J. <laughs> Dillon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Exhibit yeah. A. Yeah, like, man, like, we were on Gabe Davis, and we were getting him in, like, the eighth round, ninth round. You the know? next thing you know, you got to get him in the fifth round. We used to get, we used to get Allen Robinson ninth, tenth round. Like, okay, he's going to be opposite of Cooper Cup. Let's take a chance on it. Then you got to get him in the sixth round. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not fucking cool. Ryan, you the man, bro. Thanks for supporting the show with the super chat. We're gonna do another dab for you before we get out of here. But yeah. yeah, like that's one thing, like that's legit. The only time that I'll listen to the footballers anymore is for their my guys, because uh yeah, they're like they're gonna curse these motherfuckers. Like it was ridiculous. I'll just say, um, I don't I don't like anything that pollutes my ideology anymore. For the last, ever since I started like doing the content for real, and I really only like working with people that I that I like. I think they're they're good. <laughs> I feel like we do need to do people a service though, and call these motherfuckers out when they're wrong. I mean, how many times you know that, that I've been around somebody they're not any kind of good? All right, let them fucking know. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> I fucking let them know. Yeah, you fucking suck, dude. Tyreek Hill's a bust. Fuck your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just to say stupid shit like that. I feel like, like you know, you watch other the, the, big, the big stance that he took. It was two wide receivers who he was like completely out on, and it was Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown. And like, what makes the stance? These guys are gonna go to these new. They're all new teams, and and they're paid. Oh man, there's no way they're gonna use them. Stupid fuck. You know what I mean? Like, right. Ryan said that's compensation for all my kittle chatter. You're the man, bro. Thanks for oh, supporting the show. We, appreciate we, enjoy, it. we enjoy the chatter, whatever it is, whatever it is. You know what I mean? And uh, um, Derek said he went to the fantasy show with Matthew Barry in Philly. Okay. Uh yeah, the fantasy focus. For the Did long you boo him? <laughs> I hope you booed him. For the long he's not any good. For a long time. Like it's really like <laughs> That's I remember it. when you told me that I was disappointed. You're like, I used to love 
Matthew Barry. Like, well, for the enter- for the entertainment, and then it just started getting like I don't know, not like, entertaining, not entertaining. Yeah, because like, but it was also when I was working a job like fucking nine hours a day. <laughs> like I just got my iPods, you know, and yeah, yeah, I just discovered like podcasts. So you know, I only I only cracked the surface, and the other two podcasts that I found <laughs> were BDGE. And I can't remember what year. And I was like, man, this guy fucking sucks. That's like 2015 then. Because I found him 2015. He was new. He had like yeah. 5,000 or something like that. I was like, who's this kid? Like 5,000. Yeah. And, like, and then the IDP guys. like, Because there was no IDP like content like on podcasts or like anything. And those guys fucking suck. They don't even watch football, I feel like. <sighs> like if, if I'm getting IDP content from anybody and they're not talking about like schemes, like I, I they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? Or if they're and even if they're not even talking about schemes, just talk, have some kind of logic, like like why you like a player, like not just because what they did the year prior. You know what I mean? Yeah, and seeing I guess like we do so much content that like on every single time we're doing IDP, you know, maybe we're not mentioning schemes and that. That's why we tell people you better fucking tap in because there's going to be a lot of times where people get short answers and they're like, why? And they don't get the whole big why answer, you know, but people know. People got to know now. We just digest more IDP than like people realize. Um, And yeah, Derek Matthew Barry is on Peacock now. He's got his own fucking fantasy show on Peacock. I'll fight Matthew Barry. I, I met him. He was cool when I met him. I met him at a licensing yeah. expo here in Vegas. And he was cool. He thanked me for being a fan and stuff and all that. And he was like, he was uh, licensing his, uh, his. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what I he was licensing. But he just had a big, uh, it was a big ass booth. And he had, you know, a lot of the fan. It was the fantasy life shit. Like he had a lot of clothes and like shit like that on display. But he was cool. in the in the interaction that I had with him. He was cool. He still sucks with his takes. Like, he's just... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's probably a hell of a guy. I might help him off the edge of a cliff if he was if I saw him there hanging. Hey, man, help me. Takes, though, suck. And they're all you know, just super squares, you know, like all of them are. You want to know what's funny? Is like, how, like, everyone is on CMC, right? Like Jesse's on the Niners now, and how he finished. No one ever says anymore about worry about his injury history, right? Nobody cares about it anymore. Nobody cares about it anymore. But what's funny is that it's because it's when these big name analysts start putting the shit out there. Oh, I I like Christian McCaffrey, but I'd rather have Jonathan Taylor because of the injury history. You know what I mean? It's so funny when you make these blanket statements like that. It's like, well, he's still a running back. And then what happened to Jonathan Taylor? He got hurt too. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's why I don't care how much I love CMC and that and now he's a Niner and now I'm a Niner. Like, I'm going to take the receivers early because I don't yep. want to be fucked up mid-season because my running back, who, who's like the foundation of my team, is hurt because he's a running back. Well, and I just love our formats in general where the QBs, I mean, they are supposed to be most important. So, I mean, we'll see a lot of people drafting, you know, a QB within their first two picks, you know, maybe even some, the the first two picks are QBs. Maybe some people wait till the third and the fourth, but I mean, you'll notice if infinite's still here, if you wait until the fifth, sixth round, you know, like you're, it's going to be, it's going to be bone dry on, uh, if you're in a weak ass super flex league where it's like four points for, for 
that passing touchdown, that bullshit like that. You know what I mean? Okay, I get it. But we're in QB premiums, bro. You're going to get smacked, bro, if you're, if you're not building a, a, a team that's solid, period. <laughs> somebody with a good team and waiting on QBs, they can still fuck you up bad. You know what I mean? Cause then they didn't fuck. I, I guess also too, you, you, one thing that you can bank on is it's gonna when you're in your home leagues, at least not in our leagues, but in your home, you're gonna have one or two idiots that just, you know, what I'm saying you want to hope you draft around them because they're gonna be doing stupid shit in a draft. Yeah, I'm never next to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why we do the QB premium is because QB is the most important position in the NFL. Like, by far, if your team has a shitty QB, like, you are probably not winning. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, in fantasy, it should be that way. Like, we should have to start, like, 24, you know, QBs in our 12-man leagues because there's only 32 starters, you know, out there. So, I hate that argument. Like, oh, it's not real. It's not real football. Like, you only start, like, one QB. That's why we need to play kickers, bro. (laughs) We need to play with kickers, bro. Real football, huh? How many offensive linemen you drafted in that league? Punters' lives matter, bro. <laughs> Not just Pat McAfee's. <laughs> and Kidda said Josh uh, Josh Nolan runs a good show. No idea who's Josh that. Nolan. that is. is that you mean? Hold on, Chris Nolan? Oh no, that's that's the director. Josh oh. Nolan. Is that a DC? How come I I don't know that name? Kidda be knowing some shit too. Oh, Josh Norris, he said. Still don't know who that is. Yeah. Is that Chuck Norris is a strange brother? I have no idea. Josh? <laughs> and Tina said after playing after years of playing fantasy, most of the time people lose because of injuries or they mess up their team trading away players. Yeah, I I I'm not gonna argue that, especially in that in that in the in the East Side League and Steam Bus League. But- you know what I mean? Well, that's the bad. They trade their team away to hell. That's the bad luck of fantasy for sure. Like, I mean, if you just draft a team and, like, everybody just happens to get injured on it, like, but that's why you can't outrun that kind of bad luck. That's why you just got to get in the shit ton of leagues. If you're in one league, I suggest you should be in eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easily. If you're in eight leagues, be in 16. <laughs> like, like okay. Okay. Kenneth said he works with Underdog and Josh McCown and Steve Smith on for an, uh, for analysis. Okay. So who the fuck is this guy? Josh Norris, huh? Let's see. I'm just going to pull him. Is that what you said, Norris? Yeah, Josh Norris. Let's see. Okay, so does he even have his own uh, his own channel, or is he just like on? Uh... Damn, I don't even know. That's not even his. Huh. Let's see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, you know what? This is a good time to get up out of here. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. And uh, say he's got a few different shows. Okay, shoot me some some links to some of those shows, uh, and I'll uh, we'll we'll look and check it out. But we appreciate you guys rocking with us as always. Four twenty crew. If you're not an official member of the crew on Patreon, go join up. Four twenty crew. Org. If you go to fantasyfootballhustler.com, you can go find me everywhere that I am and everywhere we got the squad on social media. 
and uh, subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, and subscribe to the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast. Tomorrow we're doing Pineapple Express. Hell yeah, that's going to be a dope one, 5 West Coast time. And tonight, Stevie B, Dynasty Live Fantasy Football. Let me see, what's our topic? Golf versus Danny Pesos tonight in the showdown. We'll see you there. Peace out. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Jose, they know my name. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.